0: I'm Lainey, and I'm Laura Beth, and we are Steel Magnolias, two sisters who love family, traditions, and all things Southern. We've got plenty of
1: room at our table, so pull up a
0: chair. Hey, Lainey. Hi, Laura Beth. Welcome back, both of us. I know. I've missed... Missed sitting with you. We've had vacations, and we've kept up the podcast well, but um, we've both crossed the pond, as they say. Yes,
1: and we're going to be a little late on this episode, and I just wanted our listeners to know, I felt guilt that we were not going to be ready on Tuesday morning, as usual.
0: Well, we'll get... We're going to be pretty close. We're going to be close, but yeah. just
1: know we do honor that we have regular listeners, and happy. I
0: felt a little bad. <laughs> a little tardy, and that's partly my fault. I was um, on a trip to Switzerland and Austria and Amazing. Germany. Amazing. That my husband and I won on Wheel of Fortune. So fun. Since we were on the show earlier this year, and it was awesome. Um I actually watched a film on the 11-hour flight home. I watched a couple of films, actually. (laughs) I I bet you did. Um, But one of them I thought I would mention here because it was so good. And I remember seeing the previews for this. It was called Green Book, and it came out last year. Okay. And I remember seeing the previews and thinking that would be good, and as such is life. I never actually got around to seeing it in the theater. Um, and so since I had time, I watched it based on a true story. I showed you the trailer before um, to see if you had heard of it and you, you thought it looked familiar too. It's inspired by a true story and it's the biographical drama um, that's set in 1962. And it's inspired by this tour of the deep South by an African American and classical classically trained, trained in jazz pianist named Don Shirley. I'm not familiar with him, but... um, But we should be. He is an artist. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Um, So Don Shirley, and that's his name in the film and his real name, and an Italian-American bouncer... Oh, my gosh. ...named Tony Lip. Okay, this is already a a great storyline. He serves as Shirley's driver and basically bodyguard because... Of being in the Deep South. Yeah, yeah, so this Don Shirley um, artist is African-American, and then his driver is a white Italian guy. Um, But the film's named after the Negro Motorist Green Book. Okay. That's why it's called Green Book, which was a mid-20th century guidebook for African-American travelers to tell them where they could stay. Oh my gosh. Like what hotels wow. were acceptable. So it was that book was written by um Victor Hugo Green. So that's why it's called Green Book. I um, see. Okay. And so I mean, it was fascinating because and this is 1962. 1962. Yeah. So they leave their front they're both reside in New York. Okay. And I mean, this is like as stereotypical Italian New Yorker. Everything that you think of, you know, the harshness, the <laughs> brassness. It's actually rated, passion, passion but also, yeah. It's actually rated PG-13 and um I always err on the conservative side. So I would say like language-wise, I would have given it for 13 even stronger rating, yeah. but nobody ever asks me what films yeah. they pretty much all be R and higher <laughs> these <laughs> days if you ask me, but um yeah, so I would. I just want to give the caveat: not necessarily a family friendly no, for that no, age. No, yeah, no, it's PG thirteen. What about it's, if your kids were sixteen, seventeen? I still, still. think. Okay. I mean, it's it, everybody's different. Everybody's on different, that. but I still think it's more adult than that. Um, but like the whole first hour is like character setup, you know, where you're you're getting to know this brass Italian, and he's revealing all the stereotypes he has towards Black culture, and he's not even realizing, you know? Yeah, like, yeah what he holds. Which is is real. Yeah. I mean. Like, even in the trailer that I showed you is the line um, when they get to Kentucky, the Italian guy, he's like, Kentucky fried chicken in Kentucky? When's that going to happen? I mean, he's so excited to get fried chicken, and he gets a bucket, and he's in the front seat, passes it back to Don Shirley, and Don Shirley's like, I've never even had fried chicken, and he's like. What? Like, you people love fried chicken and grits. He says that. And grits and collard greens. And so, like, yeah, so you're seeing all of that start to line up. But as the movie continues, you really do start to wonder, like, why does this African-American man not have interest in things like fried chicken and like Chuck Berry and Little Richie, or Little Richard. But, uh-huh. but those sorts of artists even come up, and okay. he doesn't have... Because he's more classically he's more trained, classically and so changed. he's like... But yeah, so you're starting to wonder, like, why does he shy away, though, mm-hmm. from mm-hmm. a lot of what we would consider, like, more black This is culture. reminding me, I'm sorry to go in a funny direction,
1: but it's reminding me of that skit that was on, I think it was on In Living Color, of the Asian girl that... People just assumed that, like, she liked sushi and that she oh could do nails. God. Do you remember that? Like, all these assumptions oh, of things box, that she did. She's like, I don't do nails. Anyway, yeah. it's just interesting how people put in a box, yeah. if you look a certain way, you must
0: well, and there's, X, there's, Y, Z. What, so, what turns out to be true, I mean, there's prejudices all around. Like, it's not just no matter the Italian what your guy.
1: Culture. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Um, and they do go deep into the South. They're stopping on tour at these like grand country clubs in Louisville and Raleigh and Macon. And the South is not portrayed well. I mean, okay. there is such hate and racism on full display that it's it's that is hard to watch. It, it is, and i weren't we weren't alive in 1962,
1: but yeah, but that's, that's not that. Long I know, ago. but it also feels hard, pretty uh, recent. I know.
0: So, but the point of the film is much more about, like, control of our attitudes. Okay. Um, Regardless of people's response. Yeah. Okay. Actions and how we we really do each have something to offer one another. Absolutely. And that's what you see in this relationship between yeah. these two men. And so, oh, it was so good. I want to see it, for sure. really enjoyed it. Um, I think I told you on my eight-hour
1: flight home my TV didn't work, so I didn't get to watch that's movies. That's crap.
0: brutal. <laughs> I'm sorry, but that's crap. Yeah. That's
1: the one thing you are thinking
0: is, I'll, I'll catch up on my movies. Yeah. And so,
1: that kind of stunk. But yeah.
0: anyway, I I'm wa- glad you got to see that. I watched that. Sound of Music, because I had been to all the places in Austria where the Von Trapp family lived. Is that not the best movie? And super family friendly. Super family friendly. Also very interesting that the Austrians and Germans don't know that movie. Did you know that? No, they I don't, don't. You they told don't me that. Know that and movie. I'm like, that's strange because I mean, even to the point where we met up with um, a German friend of my husband's that lives in Hamburg, Germany. He okay. grew up in Berlin. Military? Oh no. We he's started. From there. No, he yeah, he's from he's there. He's from there. We started singing. Do-a-deer. I mean, he's just... Blank stare. No. I asked the hotel where we were staying because there is a home that is still in existence today that's a, like, far descendant of one of the Von traps. Okay. And our tour guide had pointed out that it said over the doorway, palace... De Von Trump. <laughs> <laughs> palace trap is what okay. it said. <laughs> T-R-A-P-P. She was like, I don't know where you're talking about. I was like, it says over the doorway. I just can't remember what street it was on. Oh it's a goodness. descendant of the Von Traps. She was like... And that is She's too? just shaking her head no. <laughs> I'm like, you speak English? She was like, yes. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Um, and then the last thing I'll say about the trip was it's always so fun when you're in a foreign land to see, you know, familiar products. And so... um, if I can find it on my phone, I was going to show you, other than Cl- Jack Daniels, no, because that's always it But everywhere. look, close to what it is. Can you see? It's a can of what I thought was soda, because it is cola, <gasps> but it's Jack Daniels and Coke already mixed no together way. in a can. So you have to be adult to buy it? Yeah. I would guess? Yeah.
1: And it's only 490 euros well, For already one mixed? can. Well, that's true. I mean, oh, you, that's
0: true. That's one can. That's one can. So that's really like five bucks, which that's I saw it. five bucks. That's I saw like it even more expensive in other places, but okay. we were in a restaurant stop. that it's already mixed. I was like, that's brilliant. Why don't we have that in the States? It's a Jack and Coke in a can. That's so fun. So anyway, so yeah, of course they're familiar with Jack Daniels, but... I wasn't familiar with the jackets that, that they have. That's so. so funny,
1: but it is fun to see products or hear music. Did you hear any music that was Southern specific? Cause no, I didn't. That's you, you. I think you start to see the influence that America has on the world. Yeah, when you go places and you're hearing, you know, I was in China and Michael Jackson was on in a yeah. store, and I made a video it for Philip because yeah. I'm like. Yeah, China and Michael Jackson's on. You know, yeah. you realize like wow, we really do yeah shape a lot
0: of that kind of culture yeah. of media. Yeah. Yeah, I don't remember hearing any country music or Johnny Cash or Elvis. I was just hearing pop artists. Johnny so, Cash is big yeah. in um Europe. I know. I thought I might, but I didn't. So Well, I'm glad you're home. Thanks. I'm glad you're home too. It's good to be back in familiar culture. <laughs> yes. Um, and we have a really fun show today. We are going to talk about antiquing. A little bit on antiquing, yes. We also wanted to mention, because it's coming up very soon, the world's longest yard sale. <laughs> so the world's longest yard sale is not exclusive to the South. It actually starts up north. In Michigan? Michigan. Yeah. In um, Addison, Michigan. But it goes all the way down to Gadsden, Alabama. Alabama. And so, on Highway 127, That's right, right. So, it's coming up August 1st through 4th. So, if you are still celebrating summer, and (laughs) that time frame has not yet passed, um, maybe you'd want to make it out to the world's longest yard sale. It spans six states, Michigan, Ohio, Kentucky, Tennessee, Georgia, and Alabama. Okay. It's 690 miles long. Yeah. I looked up the route just to see, and did you... Did you do that? Did you look at some oh, of yeah. the different so I
1: was looking in, in Tennessee, like there were certain small cities that would have like a hundred vendors. Yeah. Or eighty vendors. Like it was amazing.
0: Yeah, their website is good. If you're if you truly are gonna make it out, like you do need to consult the website yeah. to see like what pockets in on the route would be the biggest to hit. 127yardsale.com. I'll put that in our show notes. <laughs> Um, but it looked like from our middle Tennessee standpoint, like if you went over to Crossville, Crossville, Pikeville, kind of was the- Even down to Chattanooga, that's going to be yeah. the closest it's coming to us. Um, like from Lookout Mountain, and that's in Georgia, to Gadsden, the route switches to Lookout Mountain Parkway. Okay. So that would be super scenic. Like if you're wanting... Yeah even better scenery. And I don't think there was much in Georgia, but a lot in Alabama. Yeah. It just kinda like hits the kind the of was kind of an interesting the, thing too. Um, northwest corner
1: yeah. of um so Georgia. they're including that state, but I don't think that's super hot yeah. on yeah. the route. Yeah. So.
0: so anyway, I've never been. It I sounds ever. like I have actually um, I've been driving from Knoxville to Nashville. And I have seen in the Crossville area. I've been on the interstate and I've seen it. Okay, I've like just happened to have been. But you were ready to get home, driving those, past it. Yeah, moment. Yeah, yeah. Um, and it's full. I mean, there's food vendors. Like it's not just you know um, yard sale items for sale. It's yeah. It's the full day. Well, now on
1: those, since we haven't been, I can't really speak to this. I'm not sure how much true antiquing you would say. Yeah, I mean,
0: it might be more knickknacks and stuff. That would be I would probably put it in more of like the flea market. Yeah, sort of category. When people have yeah. um, antiques
1: there or they have their niche thing, that's one thing you start to see in all of that world, be that yeah. you know, vintage or antiquing, which we could talk about that even right now. Yep. Antique typically means 100 years old or older. Yes. Whereas something that's vintage could be, you know, 30,
0: 40 years old. So it's older, but it's not to the it's not antique. not antique. So I guess I don't own a single antique. I was thinking I've got some really old things, and I was going to share later in our show today some of my favorite. But I guess I just have vintage items. Well, because... Yeah. And even with the vintage word, I have a funny story. I had to
1: call... Apple last year about my iMac computer and when I called they were like now is this in reference to your vintage iMac stop
0: vintage iMac
1: (laughs) and I was like is it vintage (laughs) and they said yes it was considered vintage well I think I got like
0: no this isn't from the late 90s
1: (laughs) I think I got it in 2010 or 2011 I can't remember and this was in 2018, and it was considered vintage. Oh but think about gosh. it in the, in the electronics world when there's no that's new, true. new, you know.
0: But see, I still think like you know, you watch movies, and if they've got a computer monitor that's got that big, big bulkhead bulk head in the back it. of the screen the, TV. on the monitor, yeah, that looks vintage. But your <laughs> iMac, your iMac is still it's it smart and, and it's
1: working good, so I'm not planning on replacing that's harsh anyhow things you might see at the longest yard sale i was thinking of some things that you might see there do tell yeah and i found this funny list of things that many (laughs) southern homes had so i'm not going to read all of them because there's many okay but um I do think you might see an impressive collection of Pyrex casserole dishes okay. in every conceivable size. Oh, for sure. <laughs> and same for CorningWare and Tupperware. I think you're going to see yes. a lot of that. So, and by the way, I still have three CorningWare dishes that my good friend Sean Moy gave me when he got married
0: and got all new things. New things. Love my CorningWare. I do get attached to certain casserole pieces whether they be old or new, based on the size. So it's really fun to find a really large selection of sizes because size matters. And I have
1: like a really small, like it's not teeny, teeny small, but I would guess it's a Three by three, four by four size Corningware that's so great for dip. Like if it's a hot dip, yes. Because I don't want something massive,
0: but it needs to be
1: oven friendly. Yeah. So there's just things that you get attached to that yeah are important. What else? You might see um, lots of good cast iron.
0: Oh yeah, you know, at something like that, and yeah. if it's a little rusty,
1: you can fix that.
0: Don't right. worry about that. Let somebody else have put in all of the wear and tear to season, <laughs> and you're going to get it season back it. up to par. And yeah, um, and again, you'd probably see lots of different sizes. Absolutely, things like that. Well, and we did a full episode when we talked about cast iron cooking. So if you, I'll put that link in our show notes yeah. if you're mm-hmm. wanting to get out and look for cast iron. We had a great show where we talked Just about even... Just on caring for it and... Cooking with it, it and yeah. reviving it. Yeah. I'll put that link in our show notes.
1: Um, yeah. You're going to see lots of things. Mason jars, you know, and even those pretty blue ones. I don't have any of the pretty blue ones. Yeah. But those are so nice. Are for awesome. faces or, yeah. you know, collecting things, you know, if you wanted to put um, grains in it or whatever. Yeah. And um, what else? Oh, you'd probably see... Uh, Gosh, there's just so many things on here. I thought this was a funny one. Pet beds so plush that Queen Elizabeth would totally approve of them for her corgis. That's one thing in America. We have really nice things for our We do. Pets.
0: Now, see, pet things are hard because of a pet scent. Like, is that going to be... Well, you could probably change out the little pad. The pad. And, you know, if it's yeah. that cute little... Yeah. But, you know, pet scent. It matters to
1: that's true are they gonna get on it if it smells like somebody else I don't know anyway there's lots on here but you'd find all kinds of fun things um for me with a kitchen the size I have I can't have every contraption known to man right (laughs) like yeah um they they had a list of funny things that are real specific task specific
0: corn cutters shrimp deveiners Hey, shrimp devainers are so helpful. And very needed. I don't have one, but I've if seen you, somebody use one before.
1: Yeah. Or you can buy them already deveined, but then you're paying more yeah. for that. Yeah, if you eat shrimp often, something you that might need. be something.
0: Anyway, I just thought
1: that was fun. That's that awesome. list of things you would see in a Southern home.
0: Well, August 1st through 4th is the world's longest yard sale. So, again, we'll put the link to their website in our show notes so you can follow along the route. But um if you are into antiquing which is really largely popular in New England I mean well because they have so much old they are furniture more colonial <laughs> than we are yeah. so um yeah if Virginia's got a good bit absolutely so I found the list on Fodors, the travel uh-huh. um, group magazine they had a good list um and I picked out some of the southern locations so I'll put the link in our show notes but One of their top picks was Buchanan, Virginia. Virginia's Buchanan is a small town of, like, under 1,500 people. And it's positioned right at the foot of the Blue Ridge Mountains. It's the perfect destination for antique dealers seeking premium vintage wares. It's known for its antique alley. So, Buchanan's Main Street features five outlets overflowing with specialty items They recommended starting at a place called the Barefoot Peddler, which is a family-owned and operated shop and specializes in painted furniture and wall decor. That's fun. Um, But you can stroll down Main Street to antique alleys, um, even newer, sort of. They've got some emporiums that are on the newer end, and they've got like 40 vendors that sell antiques, collectibles, as well as jams and jellies. Well, I do
1: think there's one thing
0: you got to be careful of and that is is if you're truly
1: searching for antiques you may want to get some counsel on where to go cuz there's a lot of reproductions out. Yes. And so like I know, you know, there's places here in Franklin where I've walked in and the prices, to me, are such that it should be antique, but it's a reproduction. So That's a great point. You don't want to put a lot of money into something that you think is an antique that's actually a reproduction. Yeah. Yeah. Unless you don't care. Yeah. I just wanted to say that in the sense of if you're thinking you're buying an antique, make sure you are. And there's ways you can check all that. I'm not a pro on all that. I know people look at the drawers and see different markings on things to know if it truly is or is this a reproduction.
0: But there's a lot of reproductions happening. See, and that's so difficult. You'd really have to research ahead of time if you were looking for something specific or going to spend a good amount of money on something. Well, and I think that's important too. You can't know everything about everything. So I've
1: heard people say, if you're going to be on the lookout for something, focus in on that one thing. Just that one thing. Yeah. Don't try to fill your house with antiques and not know what you're buying and looking for. Right. Like, look for that one antique dresser yeah. or yeah. that one antique buffet. Yeah.
0: Well, and I think, I mean, we're going to talk about in a, probably even our next episode on southern interiors, a good mix of a southern home or a, a good southern interior includes that mix of new, new and, old, and yeah. old.
1: That's my favorite houses. are so, not all old and not all new. Yeah interesting
0: yeah so even if you just have that one antique in your you know in your home in like the main entryway it or living room in the story That's still great We're all yeah. about stories in yeah. the south aren't we <laughs> so yes so the next few places i was going to mention are great because again they're on this list but they're small town and with small town Comes usually a better Better price price. because the rent's not as high for one thing isn't as high so hazel kentucky i left the name already is mentioned with only about 410 people no way how about that 410 not 400 (laughs) without or with only about 410 people hazel is a small but mighty antiquing town as it boasts a remarkable 12 independent antique shops wow um Almost all of these line the town's main street, allowing for an easy day, uh, but a long stroll through American history. And, um, let's see, hats, jeans, boots, rodeo gear, those all fly off the shelves. How funny. Um, Blue Moon Antiques is the one of the places that voters recommended, recommended. stopping in. That's where definitive furniture pieces, such as oversized wars. Are so remarkable; they demand attention. That's so fun, and that is fun when you're That's looking at fun. a really grand piece that just demands, yeah, your attention. The other small town place is right here in Tennessee, Clinton, Tennessee. Yep. Dedicate at least a day to the wonders to be found on the Clinton Antique Trail, Tennessee's antique hub that hugs the Clinch River with a population of almost ten thousand, so substantially larger than Hazel, than Kentucky. Hazel. Yep. Clinton offers visitors small-town southern charm with an emphasis on antiques. Um, This says you can try something called the Antique Market, where a a 1900s-era building houses antiques, primitives, and quality collectibles. The trail continues on to another 12 antique shops with seemingly endless piles of treasure. And yeah, we were saying again like rent matters like we have yeah lots of antiques here in our area but our rent is higher and you you definitely see that in the pricing and the things are marked yeah.
1: yeah um i'm sure many of our listeners are familiar with american pickers that show which yes. is a great show i yeah. love to watch that when i can mike wolf of that show lives right here in labor sport near yeah. us yeah um, and one of his stores is in Nashville called Antique Archaeology. Yeah. Um, while I love the show and I think that they're really smart in how they do things, including they know when they need to call somebody because they don't know what something's worth. Like Exactly. You can't, can't them know everything about everything. Yeah. About yeah. Everything. yeah. Um, so they know people in different aspects of um, antiquing and who to call, but their store here to me felt like more of a tourist destination, like than a, a showroom, yeah, almost. Lots yeah. Of, mixed in is lots of t-shirts and yeah, and items that say antique archaeology and some antiques, right? Not a lot, yeah. But Even then, their
0: pricing is already oh, it's so jacked up, Super and high. you know they show on the show which i don't even know if the show is still creating yeah, new episodes yeah, know. you know they're way out they're in, in they somebody's start, barn in yeah they started Missouri. in iowa was yes. and <laughs> there are i mean i want to make sure and let people know like we're not saying that the south is the, the antique, antique capital no. there's a in ton fact, of in fact it would green. probably be new england if yeah. they were yeah but iowa is usually on a lot of lists as that's well um, okay. and that's where their hub yeah. started yeah yeah and, yeah, these are way, way, way off the beaten path places, you know, like, really run-down sheds that they're stopping. And they'll ask
1: around, like ask
0: people, like, yeah. hey, who has a barn that we need to know about? Exactly. That kind of thing. And well, it's that's the television, so, I mean, it looks like they're knocking on the door for the first time. And yeah. I'm sure they called ahead. Um, yeah. But, Yeah to see the way that they show on that show calculating, you know, what they paid for it and then what they're gonna resell it for. Yeah. I still think if it's in that Nashville store, it's, it's like even add more than that. Another twenty percent to so that. It's true. It's so true. Now I have we have a listener
1: who's um, a friend of mine, um, that has a niche Items that she loves to collect and mm-hmm. sell. And so mm-hmm. she's had here in Franklin um, booths at some of the antique places. Oh, cool. And then she yeah. also has an eBay store, but it, her store is called The Sleeping Porch. Yes. And she's got a lot of great, um, she loves kitchen items, particularly like mid-century kitchen items. So yeah. she's got lots of, um, you know, cute milk glass. and Yeah kitchen aprons from the yes, 50s yes. and different things so like retro that, like, very yeah. very cute stuff um but yeah a lot of these vendors they'll know their niche they know the items to look for when they're out and about right. that are for their niche thing and sell those in various locations be that eBay Etsy yeah um you know online markets and touchable yeah places where you can walk in yeah um but There's getting to be more and more online shopping. That's crazy. Even in the area of antiques and
0: vintage things, which I think is kind of odd in the sense of you can't touch it. I know, but, I mean, it makes sense the way that we're consuming and shopping. You mentioned eBay, and at first I was like, wait, no, that, yeah, actually, I can... Especially if you knew exactly what you've been looking for. Right. I'm looking for this mixer from the 1950s. Okay. Yeah, it's kind of a nice way to, like, price compare. True. That's true. um, Without spending time on the road. (laughs) I've got a friend that's from Virginia,
1: and she has been blessed with many, many antiques in her family line, but is also loves to online shop. Yeah. So she's been using a site called Everything But The House. Okay. To find things that she's oh, cool. yeah, and she's had great luck because um, I think there's even I, I haven't used that site. I did go to it just to see what all's on there, and it's literally everything but the house. Um, I mean, like it's in categories, but oh, it's, that's cool. It's, there's everything on there, um, but with the furniture, you can choose to pick it up. It's not like you have to pay a shipping. Right. You can go pick it up, yeah. and if you're willing to, you know, drive to Kentucky or drive yeah. to Georgia, you know, maybe you could get yeah. it yeah. In, in that kind of a way. But anyway, lots of sites. And I found others um, that were popular that I thought I would mention and maybe we could put in the show notes. Sure. Um, now, I haven't bought from any of these, so right. I, I want to say that up can't front. not indor- fully endorse these. Yeah, I just looked at their sites. Yeah. You can do the same and make judgment on if it's – ridiculously overpriced or good. Um, but I mentioned everything but the house and their site is ebth.com. Nice. Okay. There is, I love this name. Cherish, like chair, (laughs) C-H-A.
0: Cherish.
1: Yeah. It's like cherish. Yeah. Yeah. Cherish.com. Um, they have vintage and used furniture section. They also, um, have things by, you can look by price. You can look by, um, um particular style, mid century. Oh,
0: cool. That's important yeah. to a lot of things. Things
1: like that. that. Yeah. Um, there's one called First Dibs. Nice. Which is um, forty five thousand square foot New York City gallery that they have. What? That's massive. Um Dang. and so anyway, they have lots of different listings again by period style. Yeah. Material, all of that. And then another one called rejuvenation.com. So those are some sites if you want to start by just sitting on your bottom at home. Yes, you can kind of start to see there. what you like and. See, that would be, uh, you know... It could get intimidating and overwhelming. But, but see, you-
0: so can some of these antique malls. Like, when there is such a large space mm-hmm. in some of these concentrated antiquing mm-hmm. areas, you know, a main street that's full of mm-hmm. antique shops, it's fun to cruise around as a thing to do, like a, you know, something to pass the time. But if I were truly in need of something, that it, it can be a little intimidating.
1: Well, I think people that get to doing this, too. I I have a friend who she likes certain little things. Mm -hmm. Like, she knows what she likes. Yeah. So, she will go to the Nashville Flea Market or the Murfreesboro Flea Market. Yeah. And she even has people that she will say, like, okay, this is my jewelry guy. I'm going to have him be on the lookout for this cameo. Yeah. 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 Or, this is my cast iron person, and yeah. I really want this particular thing. Yeah. And they will call her, hey, we're in Nashville, and I've got That's a couple cool. things I want you to see. Yeah, So, he'll hold those things for yeah. her to come look at them, Yeah, and she can say yay or nay. And- yeah. So, once you kind of get into it,
0: yeah. you can have people looking for you, Yeah. so you're not having to do all of it. Well, I looked up in preparation for this, like, what are some antiques that a lot of people... Are in general looking for. Okay. So I had a little list I was going to share of some popular items that people either are regularly purchasing or collecting, or even maybe just to start. If yeah. you don't have anything, yeah, and you just want one piece, what, what do you do? So um, a wood chest, yeah, is very popular um first edition books. Yes. So, I mean, that can run You can the do gamut. that at the Goodwill. Exactly. You may find one. Yeah. Guitars and other instruments. Okay, so that's a popular uh, I can see antique that. antique item. Lunch boxes. Really? Really, really, really old, pay- you know, Christmas ornaments. Um a portable sewing machine. Okay. That's a popular not a foot pedal one, <laughs> the <a> portable one. <laughs> yeah, not one that's monogramming and yeah, um, a Windsor style armchair. That's okay, a really yeah. popular. That's just a classic. Yeah, yeah. Um, postcards. Oh yeah, those I've are fun. Done that. Yeah. And I just finished the list with whatever you enjoy. I that's mean, everybody right. that's the main thing their own style. That's right of their home. So really, you don't have to get pigeonholed into what's. Cool and popular in the antique world. If you like kitchen things, then go with kitchen things. That's if you're right. only going to invest in one antique item, then maybe look at one of those wood chests or those armoires that are And for grand. me, I think it needs to be,
1: like, something that you will look at and enjoy. Not something that's going to be in a box. True. In the attic. What, yeah. what is that? Yeah. Like... Yeah, I sound very Marie Kondo when I say this. Everybody's looking for joy, you know. Then, then hang it on the wall or whatever. Like it should be in a place where you get to enjoy it.
0: Yeah. So we said early on, we don't have that we know of. (laughs) I think we would know if we have some special things to me, like quill. I have a couple of quills. So that's what I was going to ask you. Do you have any like vintage (laughs) besides your computer?
1: Grandmother's made. Yeah, but they wouldn't fall under. Vintage. By the way, I found another quilt that was not finished um, last year. Okay. That was in a um, chest. chest. Yeah. And um, mom said, I'll finish it for you if you'll do all the work of tearing off all the paper. You know, it has to have all the paper on the back when they're... Why is that? Do you know? It holds it together while they piece it. Oh, okay. So I get to tearing and it's, you know, often they would sew... Um, with feed sacks or newspapers, whatever they had. And I took a picture of the back of the quilt. There was an article about um, the Nazis um, in London. And I I was just thinking, like, wow, this is on the back of this quilt that one of our family members made, and that was the news
0: of the day. And that's not antique, but that's pretty close. Yes, yeah. <laughs> we're getting close. So Interesting. Yeah, yeah. Oftentimes vintage or antique items can lead to other vintage or antique items. Yeah. You know, you reach into the pocket of a jacket and find all something. All a else there's a receipt open it, yeah. from open a jewelry box. Find something. Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. Well, I have um a very small end table in our guest room and I love it because again it's really small I mean I use it as kind of a nightstand but it can it doesn't really have much room more room than like a clock and a small candle I mean mm-hmm. it's very small but it's um, straight on one side like so it can go flush with the wall uh-huh. and then it's got this really pretty curved edge oh, nice. on the rest of it um, and it's getting close to antique like okay. it's, it's it was handed down um, on my husband's side and then I've got this Coca-Cola tray that is just, it's, I mean, it would only be vintage, but it's just fun. Special. It's got, um, a, you know, pretty lady with like this real ornate hat on. And yeah, no. I don't know where it was used or why, you know, Coca-Cola manufactured it, but things There's like are really fun. There's a lot of cute really Coke fun. memorabilia. In fact, yeah. that's a collectible thing. Right? Yeah. A lot of signs, people collect. Yeah. Lots of signs, um, gas station, um, yep cola signs, different products. Yeah. That had like a metal sign. That's definitely one. So. But yeah, I think one of the things you need to know is what, what is your thing? Like for Mm -hmm. me,
1: you know, art is really important and I can't afford to do oil paintings by famous artists. Yeah. But I can, I've upgraded my Framed
0: posters. Heck from yeah, you have
1: college yeah. to at least you know yeah. in a direction of something maybe that's an oil painting from an estate sale Absolutely. or something like that. So yeah. that's something that's important to me. For but everybody has their thing. Yeah, estate sales are so great too. I There's mean- a site called EstateSales.net. Yeah. That you can go, you know, mark what your location is, and they can send you estate sales that are close to you. Yes, and you can even see the photos, the photos. before you go, which you is really prices, You can't which see the prices. can see the prices. It's intentional. They <laughs> want to get you over on the property. And estate sales, they're going to know more of the value of yeah. things than maybe a yard sale would. You're not yeah. going to find the absolute bar, you know, basement price, right? But it might be better than if it was in a store somewhere.
0: Yeah. Well, hopefully we've given everybody the itch to go um, visit a the longest yard sale or an antique store. Or even just think about what fun piece might be nice to add to yeah. their own home. Um, this and once fun. we ta- talk Southern
1: interiors, I think we're going to yeah. do that on our next episode. That will tie this in together too. Yes. what to go look for. And if you want to start with a particular room, maybe what focal piece you want to start with. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Speaking of interiors, if you have not joined our mailing list, which I'll put the link in our show notes, um, then you are not aware of a giveaway that we announced in our last uh, newsletter. So make sure and hit the description button on this episode to join our newsletter. We'll, be sending out only one a month we're not going to spam you
1: yeah
0: and um we will be sort of foreshadowing different things that we are working on different giveaways to come and so um we want to make sure that you guys are in the know and up to speed on all that steel magnolias are up to so we appreciate each of you. Yeah. Thanks for listening. listening. In. Yeah. And um, you guys have a great rest of your week. We'll see y'all later.